When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Purple Daily is Daily Vikings Entertainment. We just want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we die. I will ride with this group. Seriously, man. Please. And away we go. It is a write that down down. Wednesday. Write it down. You like writing things down. Here. Write that down. On. Write that down. I don't have a pencil. Well, remember. Purple Daily. Write it down. You like writing things down. The only show in America dumb enough to put statistics next to our predictions and show you just how wrong we are <laughs> on a regular basis, boys. How are we feeling today? Start of a season. I'm I'm good. What? Week two? Write this down. I'm feeling fresh right now. Yeah, I'm feeling okay. okay. Good. Feeling okay. Yeah, ready to go. Yeah, we're excited today. There's a lot Make of some... drama the last month, so I, I need to dial. I can't be that intense about write that down the whole year round. <laughs> oh, okay. So you're gonna you're gonna lower the intensity level for your predictions. I see my intensity's high. You're gonna let your guard down. No, and it's gonna co- it's gonna cost you at well, the end of the year. I agree with that. that. You no, coasted off the top agree, of the season. I agree. Ordinary. What I'm saying is is that I expect when that question, when you ask it at the beginning of shows, that it pertains to how I feel about like what's gonna come off the board. Oh, okay. Like, like, am I feeling good about that? Yeah, there's not a lot coming. And out I'm very board. relaxed about that. No, my predictions. I got to be honest. I I go all year round with the predictions. <laughs> I bring the heat with the predictions. No days off. No days off. You also bring the heat when you go to Quick Trip. Got to you. Got to be on your toes. There could be a new food item. You know, mm-hmm. could be a new special. Mm-hmm. In fact, I'm, I'm glad. Oh, the crew oh, coffee, mm-hmm. outstanding. Mm-hmm. Quick That's Trip. Good. You are right, Phil, because there are uh, new food options all the time including a full offering of chicken options let me tell you about a couple of them okay first of all you got your boneless wings who doesn't love the boneless wings right delicious how about this fried chicken bone in hand breaded prepared fresh each and every day two or eight piece roasted whole chicken prepared fresh daily great for meal prep or easy dinners quick trip is the place that you can go not just to fill up, not just to get, as Declan did, a delicious cup of Kruba coffee, but also to get breakfast, lunch, and dinner, Quick Trip, your one-stop shop. And now, as I said, a full offering of chicken options for your dinners. Awesome. All right. So write this down. here's how Write That Down works. If you are new, three Vikings or football-related predictions from everybody each week. They must be quantifiable. We also have... The original, the OG version of Write That Down on Minnesota Sports with Mackie and Judd and the Score North YouTube channel. And you can find that also every Wednesday. We go beyond the scope of football on that show. We keep track of completion percentage and touchdowns. And listeners, if you want to be like Merrick, 
and participate as a guest listener predictor, you can send Declan a message through the Score North app, and we will get you scheduled. So in the absence of a bunch of things coming off the board, and there are some things that came off, we will highlight predictions that are still on the board. Like Judd had nothing come off the board. So let's go through the archives and see something you still have on the board. You said the tush push will be outlawed this offseason. When would they start to talk about that? Like the owners' meetings? No, the they're doing it right. I, I believe that the competition committee met at the Combine. Okay. Um, and then they will vote on stuff at the league meetings in Orlando, Florida, approximately the end of March. Um, I am becoming concerned from what I read that this will not be outlawed. I think okay. we're going to see the two things I think we're going to see left alone are the tush push and the fumble through the end zone out of bounds will remain a change of, of possession, which I think is ridiculous, by the way. I think they should change that rule, but it doesn't sound like there's a lot of steam to change it, in part because they say there's not a lot of fumbles that go out of the end zone, to which I respond, yes, but when there are, do you really deserve to be punished that much? See, here's the problem with changing the tush push. Are we now going, because there was a time, I think, in the NFL when you couldn't assist a running back the or push, a, a ball carrier. The push push in college was not, I believe, against your club, was not legal at the time, right? I don't remember. I remember I being mad about it. that. I was definitely mad because I'm a Notre Dame fan. But I think they got away with it. Yeah. But you see it all the time down the field, too, where, like, you know, a tight end will catch a pass, and then four offensive linemen will come down, and it turns True. into a rugby scrum, and you push the guy across. So. True. Anyways. Okay, nothing off the board for me. So we'll highlight something still on the board. I predicted Kirk Cousins will be a 49er by May 1st of 2024. Well, we're st- still alive here, boys. I was going to say, you're not dead yet. I saw Nick Wright. Declan sent us the clip of Nick Wright on, mm-hmm. I think it was Fox Sports 1. Yep. Going on a rant about how, hey, maybe if the Niners had a more reliable quarterback than Brock Purdy, like a Kirk Cousins, maybe they would have won a Super Bowl by now. Well, I, you know he's what? He's available. He's available. I like the idea. I think it's a great idea. Okay, listeners, Harry had this one come off the board. So this is this one technically should have come off the board immediately after last year's write-that-down season. I, I forgot about it last week. He said, at the end of the 2023 write-that-down season, Mackey will lead in touchdowns. Well, Declan had, I think, 18 touchdowns last year. Mm-hmm. Acknowledge him. And then Declan will lead in completion percentage. Judd will finish not in first for TDs or completion percentage. So, hey, Harry. Missed that one. As far as predictions still on the board for listeners, Austin said the Vikings will draft Michael Pax Jr. What happened? Man, like after that first semifinal game, yeah. I feel like every Vikings fan in America was like, Michael Penix at 11, by the way. Go get Michael Penix. Yep. And there's been zero Michael Penix excitement for the last four or five weeks. We just are we just done with Michael Penix now. I don't know. Vikings? Like, it's weird because I I think that if I'm not mistaken about this, he went to the Senior Bowl, right? And he was okay there. Like, are we are we now concerned about the medicals until they they come back? It feels like he went off the cliff, but I can't explain why. Like, yeah. if the knee comes back bad, right? Like, if if because he, he certainly battled his share of injuries. If the medicals uh, come back bad, I totally get that. He's going to drop a lot. Well, don't. But, that's part of this week, right? Don't they all? Yes. They all get into a, an MRI tube for an entire yes, day or whatever. But that hasn't happened yet, so it seems a little bit odd. Okay, can't imagine that his medicals are going to come back 
all that great, right? Shoulders, knees. You have the body of an 82-year-old man, Michael. I like the videos. I don't know if you guys have seen these because people have a hard time with his left-handed. He has kind of a weird motion. He's left-handed, and he kind of he has kind of a Teddy Bridgewater, like he'll drop down a little bit. But then people will flip the videos on social media so that it's mirrored. It's He's throwing right-handed. Yeah. And it looks a little more normal. I've not seen this. Okay. Let's check them out. Okay. okay, Declan, still on the board. Nothing came off the board, so still on the board. You said Daniil Hunter's next extension will be exactly a three-year deal. Yes, I, I believe. Think I think you're tracking on this. I think I'm okay sure. here. And then I believe, if, I, if memory serves right, we tried to take this off the board when he got the one-year you know, situation after the holdout, and mm. I said that wasn't an extension. And I believe we, it led to a little bit of a lengthy debate, and we realized it should stay on the board, if I remember yep. correctly. Yep, they basically they redid the deal and made him a free agent after the season with yeah. no ability to franchise him. Correct. So, so with that, the only participant here with a statistic are the listeners. They've no one has a completion yet. No one has a touchdown yet. We're still early in the season for 2024. Career stats: Declan 36.1 percent completions all time. Judd 35.1 percent. I'm at 33.2. Listeners 22 and a half. I have the most touchdowns with 46. Declan closing in with 41. Listeners 39. And Judd with 33 touchdowns all time. All right, let's get Merrick in here. Merrick making his write that down debut. He's got, is that the Wolves Lake themed shirt yep. you're rocking? Some twin stuff? Got Nas Reed. Nice. Nas Reed. Acknowledge Nas Reed. So when did you become a Vikings or a Minnesota sports fan? What's your, what's your um, background? I was born in 2000, so my early um, memories were Brett Favre in 09. So then, yeah, just picking it up each and every year. And then um, Teddy Bridgewater happened. That was that was terrible. Um, biggest what-ifs in probably sports. Um, and then 2017 ripped my heart out. So And now, now we're here. So. Yeah. You're still he's just, and he's along, just getting though. started on his Vikings heartbreak journey yeah. compared to like Judd. Judd's, I mean, this is like a before and after. By 2017, like, I was like, of course this happened. And by the way, they got blown out. Uh, 98 and 09. Those ripped your heart out. 2017, it's like, well, that sucked, but God, at least they got blown out. Right, yeah. The Giants game, I was like, they got killed. <laughs> You just want it to be over early and uh, and definitively. So, okay, we're going to go around the room here, and we'll start with Merrick. You'll make your f- per- first prediction over to Judd, Declan, back to me. We'll make three trips. So, Merrick, you're under center, man. Write this down. Fire away. Okay, first prediction. Um, I think James was on here a few weeks ago, and I've always liked the Spielman um, kind of theory where you get a bunch of draft picks. So, um, I believe, write this down, Quasi will draft at least 11 players in this NFL draft. Wow, dude. And what do they have now? They have seven. Seven, right? Seven or eight picks because they don't have a third, but they have the two fourths, right? So he'd have to add a couple. You know, with all those, like, you know, all those holes in the team, like it kind of just makes sense to try to fill those holes in one place. So that's what I was thinking. Yeah. 
And I think, man, it's going to be interesting to get the fan reaction. And by the way, uh, the Fillmore, April 25th, night one of the draft, the Fillmore is the draft party location, the third annual Purple Daily Draft Party. And we will have information before the end of the week on how you can get tickets. So stay tuned. I think we'll have more information tomorrow. But um, I feel like that room full of Vikings fans, if they trade back from 11 and do what you're talking about, Merrick, which is get a couple extra picks, I think people are going to be buzzkilled and disappointed, but that might be the best thing they can do to build roster depth. So mm-hmm. we'll see. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Okay, Judd, what's your first prediction? Write this down. All right. Write this down. Whatever Justin Jefferson's average annual salary is per season from the new contract, I fully expect he's going to get now from the Vikings. Jamar Chase's next contract will top that. So, so whatever the APY is for Jefferson on his next contract, Jamar Chase is going to wait him out and top the average per year. Okay. Yeah, that, that makes sense. sense. Especially if he waits a year. Yeah, there, there's some competition there. There's no question about it, which is awesome. Write this down. Yep. All right. The Dexter, the uh, deck man. All right. His mustache. That's right. My fiance just absolutely. Hates this. I said I'd get. She, give hasn't, me, she hasn't spoken to you in. I I enjoy it. What are you doing? Antagonizing. I, I enjoy point. it. I think I can finally grow a somewhat semblance of a mustache. It only took thirty-one years to do it. Okay, so I'm I'm this gonna I'm gonna ride this out. And I told her, can I at least have the week? And she said, okay, fine. I'll give you the week. We'll see if this is here. Actually, maybe you guys want to make a prediction on that. But uh, and the couch, and the couch. Oh no, no, the couch. No, and the couch. No, couch, couch. I'm I'm okay. I'm okay. Vinny did dog all the covers last night. I was very annoyed. There was just a big dog in the middle. I had, was freezing my arse off on the side of the Dude, bed. You should shave Vinny's face and just leave a mustache. Oh, my God. And see how she reacts You to did just get a haircut last week. I missed opportunity. <laughs> Huge missed opportunity. Uh, oh my, my, first, my first prediction actually will come off the board by next week. I'm going to make a combine prediction. So last year at the NFL Combine, only two guys – ran a 40-yard dash time of 4.30 or under. Okay, so only two guys did that at the Combine this year. Mm-hmm. Write this down. At least three guys run a 40-yard dash under 4.30 or better. So if it's 4.31, I'm out. I can't. That doesn't quantify. So 4.30 or under. Write it down. Okay. This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad. Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom. And it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. Write this down. Some speedsters. Mm-hmm. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna make an NFL combine drill prediction, okay? Joe Alt, Minnesota's own Joe Alt, will break some sort of offensive line combine record. I don't know if it's the mm-hmm. bench, if it's like a a weird like a three cone, cone or drill? something, yeah, but but Joe Alt is super freak athletic. He's gonna be one of the top probably maybe ten picks. Joe Alt will break an offensive line combine record of some kind. Write it down. Let's go. Write this down. All right, back to Merrick, your second prediction. All right, second one. Um, as much as we all love this player, 
Um, unfortunately, this this upcoming season, this will be CJ Ham's last season as a Minnesota Viking. Man, Ring of Honor. We put <laughs> CJ in the Ring of Honor. Stop. Just stop. Uh, I think we should consider it. I think we should give him. Did they get jackets? Right? Do you get like a gold? What you get a jacket, jacket for me? Okay, you get a jacket. Jacket. I think it's purple jacket. Yes, per, the purple jacket. Yeah, the purple jacket. Stop yeah, it. yes. You know, yes. I mean, as of right now, he's the he's their best option as a third down pass protector. So, like, barring any other roster changes, he's he's coming back. They're not cutting him. Yep. Yeah, I think I think O'Connell loves him. There, there is no question that that guy, once he's done playing, will have some type of job with the team. No, oh, question dude, he'll mind. be like a, he'll be a running backs coach. Because the biggest thing for running backs coaches is teaching these guys how to like pick up blitzes and stuff, right? He's a fullback coach. Just a full. Does any team have a fullback coach? The Niners. The Niners would be the only team. Okay, boys, let's start off. Here's how you put on the neck roll for an H back. (laughs) H back. H back. Yeah. 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 Here's here's how you apply your neck roll properly. Yeah. Here. Here's how the backboard goes on. But coach, we don't wear those anymore. <laughs> well, like we did in the eighties. We're gonna. It's put them just on. Brian Cox is the coach. Anybody backboard. want a neckboard? No. Neckboards were. I love. I miss neckboards. All right, write this down. Kirk Cousins will release at least two more personal videos of himself <laughs> working out or doing something football related before March 11th, which is when tampering begins. Can begin. He's going to release at least two more videos, either throw, showing him throwing, showing him running, which wouldn't surprise me. Sure. Just something that that further shows, hey, hey, world, Kirko Chains is back. And he's doing a great job right now of as much as possible, like being back in the public eye with the, uh, with the gold teeth yesterday so we got at least two more videos of kirk coming out what would you say because i know you you like to dig deep conspiracy judd thinks that every little thing that and i tend to agree that he's very meticulous and strategic about everything he puts out what was the meaning behind the gold grill video or the photo that he put out it tying it brilliantly tying himself to jefferson brilliantly how long ago do you think he did that and he hit save in his camera roll to release that photo when do you think that dental checkup was? Oh. Was it a week ago or was it? I don't think it was yesterday. Great. No chance it was yesterday. I think great. that oh, happened. Can we get the metadata on the photo? Yeah. We... Great, great question. I love that. I didn't even think of that, but yes, 100%. Yeah. I think you could also say it's to tie yourself to Jefferson is, is good, but also because it, because that now, now it's like, hey, Vikings, I mean, listen, this is, this is us right here. Let's pay us both and let's go forward. But it could also be showing other teams. Look how great of a connection I build with no star wide receivers. And then Jefferson chimes right in because it's the gold teeth. Yeah. Hey, this Drake London, this could be you in Atlanta, you and me till the end. Hey, Devontae Adams out there in Las Vegas, this could be us right here. Nope. Nobody works the system. <laughs> Nobody works the system like Kirk. Uh, okay, Declan, right? We're back to Declan. Yes. I want to make <laughs> another 40-yard dash prediction here, and I want to do it. So there's there is a spread uh or a line I should say on Rich Eisen's 40-yard dash. He does one every year. <laughs> oh, there's a line on that? Yep, there's a line on it. So it's over or under 6.14 seconds. And I'm trying to decide I'm like doing research on the fuck. What did he run last year? I'm trying to figure out. I'm just going to say this. I'll take the over. 
Rich Eisen's 40 yard Well, you dash. can set your own. What was it last year? 6.1? The, the, the line right now, like on, oh, the line on, is on, 6.1. on Bet Online AG, is 6.14. 6.14 is his 40 yeah, yard well, dash. You take the over or the under. Well, he's, getting, he's getting older every year, so you right. think he'd be slowing down. Right. right. I'm going to take, and the money line, by the way, is minus 120 on both. So it's even no matter which one you pick. So it's not like one's favored more than the other. I'll say over. His 40-yard dash is going to be over the 6.14 seconds. Write it down. I want things off the board. I don't like pushing things into the future, as you guys know. So I'll go go with that one. I'm going to bank another one. Okay. Uh, Judd has inspired me here. So I'm I'm going to make a Kirk Cousins social media prediction as well. Kirk, oh. The next... So his his previous throwing video was on a tennis court surface, right? The yes. next photo or video posted to Kirk Cousins' personal social media of him throwing a football or holding a football will be on artificial grass. Okay. So not real grass. He will have graduated from the tennis court, but not to real grass. It'll be some sort of artificial grass surface. Okay. A photo or a video of him throwing or holding a football. Write it down. I like it. Okay. Okay. Write that down. Back to Merrick for his third and final. All right. Um, my third and final one, I'll go with my second team besides the Vikings as my number one. Uh, I have the Cincinnati Bengals bouncing back this next year and winning the AFC North. Wow. Okay. Let's go. I feel like Joe Burrow is... It's kind of time to go there, man. Like the contract kicked in. Now they got. They might have to say strong. goodbye to he's, T. Higgins. Yeah, he's, he's been injured. He's going to be fine. He's going to be just well, fine. T, did, did T did, just get franchised? He did. They, yeah, they, they did. Franchised but, him, right? But the the speculation is that you don't franchise a guy that early if you're actually legitimately trying to get him locked up. Because why wouldn't you like continue talking contract with him? So they're franchising him to either to trade him at some point. This is where you start losing weapons, though, because now he's making $55 million. Absolutely, so. yeah. Concerned about your Bengals. There. Come back strong. Next How did you become a Bengals fan, a secondary Bengals um, fan? I, I had a AJ Green jersey back in, like, middle school. I just like <laughs> the colors, you know, orange, black. So I was just like, oh, that's a cool color scheme. So That's how I became a Charlotte Hornets fan in the 90s. I think I had like a Larry Johnson jersey or oh something. Starter and a, jacket? And a That's starter right. jacket. That starter, those starter jackets were nice. It's like, nice. Yeah, there's yeah. no real story. Just, just a jersey and a jacket. Yeah, and, it's like the colors. Yeah. <laughs> That's my, my mom used to be a Bengals fan. Like, why, why are you a Bengals fan? She's like, I like their helmets. They look like Tigers. Yeah, valid. Okay. Valid. Yep. Sounds good. So, well, Merrick, great job making your first set of predictions here. Since you've got this life-changing platform, is there anyone you'd like to thank that helped you get to this peak moment? Um, just my family, you know, supporting me for for 23 years. You know, just I don't know what else to say about them. There, I love them and you know care about them. So I don't know what I do without them. So awesome, awesome man. To Merrick's family, Absolutely. we'll get you on again sometime. Good luck Thanks, with Merrick. your predictions, Merrick. Thanks, guys. See you later. Thanks, thank dude. You. There he is, making his debut here. Before we make the rest of our predictions and get to a couple hard count questions here, boys, let's shout out our friends at Zero Res. Speaking of artificial surfaces, maybe you have carpet that has not been deep cleaned. If all you're doing is vacuuming and light dusting, eh, you might be living in filth. Your air ducts, 
Ever have those cleaned? This is where Zero Res comes in with a 4.9 out of 5-star rating on Google with 17,000 reviews. You can get three rooms Zero Resified starting at just $119 and a free hallway when you ask for the Score North Special. And this month, take $75 off when you get those Air Ducts Zero Res clean. Go to ZeroResMinnesota.com or call 952-ZERO-RES and say you want the Score North Special. Split it forward or backwards, it spells the same Zero res. Write this down. Okay. Write it down. You like writing things down. Judd, your final prediction. All right. My final prediction is this. Within, so March 11th, which is the day that legal tampering begins, but that's the day that that stuff just starts to break left and, and right because, of course, they basically agree to deals at that time. Daniil Hunter will agree to a deal within the first hour with a team that's not the Vikings. Okay. So 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 within the first so I'm talking one of the first big dominoes to fall. Yeah. Because if you guys caught when Quazy was asked about Daniel at the combine, it was as if he's like, "Oh yeah, there's that guy too." You know, we're good friends with his agent or we have a good relationship with his agent and I'm sure we'll talk. I mean, it is clear that they have not given the time of day to this one yet. I think he's going to take it personally. Quite frankly, I think he should take it personally. Yeah. Within the first hour, Schefter or somebody, we will have a very credible report that he has agreed to a deal somewhere else. So the the window opens at midnight, right? Is nope. that when the window opens? And they change it to like mid afternoon. Oh, okay. I think the le- legal tampering I think starts in the afternoon. So now. what? So it can be a TV event. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So the and what what date though? I just want to make sure that we don't you don't get March eleventh. March eleventh. March eleventh. That's yeah, yeah. Okay. March eleventh and twelfth is when the deals are essentially agreed to, and then the thirteenth free agency starts, which just means it's signing day now. Hey, what? Just a quick question about tampering. So, so March eleventh and twelfth is when you can negotiate contracts and come to verbal agreements, but you can't sign anything right until the thirteenth. Yeah. What can and can't you talk about at the comp? I mean, obviously these guys are all football friends; they know each other. About- yeah, you're not supposed to talk about players that aren't on your team with agents, but of course. So that's... you, so you, in theory, can't even like if you're if you're, I'm, I'm trying to think like if you're the Falcons and you run into Mike McCartney, Kirk Cousins' agent. Hey, Mike, great to see you, man. Yeah, how the kids doing? Kids are great, cool, awesome. Yeah, uh, glad to hear your family's doing well. Hey, uh, how's Kirk doing? Kirk. Is is Kirk? interested in the Atlanta metro area. I know that he has family down here. Like you can't, you can't even gauge the interest about what. No. Well, and I think the legal tampering period, I think you're supposed to just like have feelers at that point. And like, now we just get deals are done. Yeah. So I don't know why they, I I know they have to have some parameters. Otherwise, like there's no structure, no organization in the off season, but, but it's all BS. Okay. All right, back to Declan here for your final prediction. Write that down. All right, third and final prediction. Go back to yesterday talking about Jimmy Garoppolo as a potential bridge quarterback for your Minnesota Vikings. So write it down. The Vikings will sign Jimmy Garoppolo in 2024. Or acquire. They'll acquire. I don't want to get burned if I I think he's going to get cut. Yeah, he he hasn't technically been cut. But but just in the event... Vikings will acquire, acquire Jimmy Garoppolo in 2024. 
Write it okay. down. Write this down. There's Spray also that like ball. a scenario where he goes somewhere else and then the Vikings desperately need a quarterback in mm-hmm. October and they trade for him or something. It's gonna... Um, I'm gonna, I think. Write this down. Let's go with this one. Write this down. There will be at least two trades within the top five picks of the 2024 NFL draft. We're going to see some. I, I just think like the Chargers at five, one of these top three teams, there will be some moving and shaking. I can see the the Cardinals make a lot of trades. I can see the Cardinals trading out from four. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe Marvin Harrison goes three or something. So at least two trades in the top five picks. Write it down. If you need a receiver, you could trade down because there's a lot of first-round talent out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's like the, the the top three names that we keep seeing in the top ten. There's other names beyond that, too, that are – I mean, there's just a lot more great wide receivers floating around than there was 20 years ago. So there we go, boys. Those are the write-that-down predictions, the accountability session. Again, if you want to be a guest listener predictor, send an email to Declan through the Score North app. There's a feedback tab and we can get you all scheduled. All right, time for a couple of hard count questions. Everybody hold your water. What's that? Balls, balls, balls. Yeah. That? Balls, green 18. Green 18, 10. Okay, question number one here comes from listener Wyatt C. If Kirk never plays for the Vikings again, do you think he'll end up in the Vikings ring of honor? Oh, boy. This is a uh, This is a valid question. This is a valid, valid question. Uh, I am going to say I'm trying. I'm just trying to think of the quarterbacks who are in there. I'm going to say no. Okay. Well, there's uh, so there's one quarterback in the Vikings ring. Tarkenton, right? Yeah. Yep. Because Kramer, there's been a lot of discussion because he he was partially here for so long about Kramer. Um, no, I don't think he will. His statistics justify it, but the the success won't. I mean, if he leaves now. Two playoff appearances, one playoff win. No, I say he does not end up in the Ring of Honor. I don't think so either, man. It would it'd be, have to be a crawl for him to get, like a crawl and like a long process for him to get out, to get into the Ring of Honor. Maybe there's something where, and I don't believe that like this should be the only reason why you get in, but like let's say in Kirk's post playing career he like sticks around within the organization and is like some type of not advisor but it's still involved i don't know some so involved somehow in the organization for years after that and i'm talking a long period of time then maybe but i don't it's gonna cost you dex yeah that's yeah. gonna cost you i, I don't change that consulting fee so. is gonna be several thousand grills? dollars an uh, hour yeah but industry yeah in terms of uh the black and white nature of him as a player no i i no chance i have him in the ring of honor it's it's very close because on one hand, so Fran's the only quarterback. There's 22 players in the Vikings ring of honor, only one quarterback. Kirk is currently third all time among Vikings quarterbacks in yards. He's only he's only like 1500 yards behind Tommy Kramer. So he will if, if he if he does come back, he will pass Tommy Kramer in the first month of the if season. If he comes probably. back, he might make it. In terms of touchdowns, he's second all-time Vikings history behind Fran Tarkenton. Passer rating, number one, but that's also like, you almost have to go passer rating relative to league average, in which Fran Tarkenton was also one of the greats during his era. So he's either first, second, or third in pretty much any meaningful category. But here's the thing. 
of the 22 players in the Vikings Ring of Honor, I believe all of them played in either a Super Bowl or an NFC Championship game. So they were part of teams that at least went to the Super Bowl or 98 championship game, 87 championship game, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 2009, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Jared Allen, Matt Blair, Bill Brown, Joy Browner, Chris Carter, Dolman, Eller, Foreman, Steve Jordan, Paul Krause, Jim Marshall, Randall McDaniel, Randy Moss, Alan Page, John Randall, Corey Stringer, Scott Studwell, Ahmad Rashad, Fran Tarkenton, McTinglehoff, Kevin Williams, Ron Yeri. Yeah, all those dudes played in either a Super Bowl or an NFC championship game. Right. You'd be lowering the bar for the team success required to get in here. So I would say, listen, man, Kirk, you were great stats, great stats. But if Tommy Kramer's not in and the Vikings had more team success, like going further in the playoffs, you were a mercenary brought in to win the Super Bowl and you never got to an NFC championship game. I, I think you have to maintain a standard of team success where it's yep. at with the 22 players. And I would say probably not great guy, great contracts. In fact, you know what? His negotiating prowess should put him somewhere special. Just He's, not the ring of honor. <laughs> not the ring of honor. The the ring of negotiation. You know what? Rob Brzezinski probably will say, let's put Kirk in just based on those contracts he got from us alone. Actually, that's a good second hard count question. In American team sports history, who would be in your Hall of Negotiation Hall of Fame? I mean, Kirk Cousins would be a first ballot. Yeah. He'd be oh. the the George Washington on the Mount Rushmore of Hall of Fame negotiators, right? Yeah. In, in that sport? Yeah. Absolutely. I'll tell you, Albert Pujols, now he was one of the greatest players of all time, but him getting like a 10-year contract at age 34 or 32, whatever it yep. was. <laughs> yep, yeah. Who, it, it was like in a span of three A-Rod. years, Pujols, and didn't the Angels give Josh, Josh Hamilton, Hamilton an absolute mm-hmm. like 10-year contract? That was bad. And he, like, how about, how about Mike? Ham- Remember Mike Hampton? Mm-hmm. Mike Kevin Hampton. Brown. Kevin Brown. Kevin Brown did did the same exact thing. Got That's a pretty good. huge contract. But baseball's not as hard. It's all guaranteed. It feels like people spend more stupidly because, like in football, so much of the contract is ordinarily fake, right? Like baseball, it's all real, yeah. and you know you get ten years, and that's crazy. Football, I feel like what Kirk and Mike McCartney have done is absolutely huge because they've like bucked the system for a guy who by the way is not exactly elway brady you know he's not among the greats and he still is among the contractual greats he is he's definitely yeah we we should do like a hall of negotiation it's all respect it's all respect right from me right here all respect nothing but love listener shane wants to know love your guys show listen to it daily i have a totally useless question that might be fun to discuss. If there was no salary cap in football, which teams or owners do you think would spend the most money trying to get a Super Bowl ring? Like baseball, there's no salary cap. Oh, I love this question, mm-hmm. by the way. I which teams wouldn't make an effort at all whatsoever? And then where would the Wills fall on the list if there was no salary cap? I think they'd spend. Yeah. I, I, I think they'd spend. So, so we're still... So there's no salary cap, but we're still splitting the, the TV pie as currently constituted, right? See, that's, see, that's the biggest thing that, not to get too in the weeds here because it's kind of boring for the audience, but in baseball, most of the revenue is locally generated. And so right. the, the Yankees bring in exponentially more money than some of the teams at the bottom. In the NFL, 
almost 70% of all NFL revenue, which is like 18 or $20 billion, is shared equally among the 32 teams. Even, even 30 to 40% of ticket sales is shared equally. So if the Cowboys can charge five times as much for a premium seat than the Jaguars, right. all, of the, all of like 30 to 40% of that money goes in the same bin and gets shared equally. TV revenue shared equally. Mm-hmm. That's how you have teams in Green Bay and Buffalo that compete revenue-wise and product-wise with teams in New York City, teams in Los Angeles, Chicago, et cetera, right? So the Giants, the Giants definitely do, I think. I'd say the new guy in Washington would probably spend. Trying to I, make he, a... I actually, here's the thing, like, I think we're giving these people too much credit. I yeah. don't think... I don't think any of these owners, this is like people rip on the poll ads because they won't they won't go into their own coffers and in the NFL at last check, the, the last Forbes valuation list came out right before last season. Every single NFL team in terms of net operating income banked a hundred million dollars or more. Right. There's like no way you can lose no money running an NFL team the way it's the way the revenue sharing is constructed. So I don't know, man, like Jerry Jones, 100%. Yeah, so that's the thing. The, the Cowboys here, this is from Forbes. There are 28 of the 32 teams that brought in 500 to $600 million in revenue, like pretty much equal in revenue. And then the Raiders, Rams, and Patriots brought in about $700 million, and the Cowboys brought in $1.1 billion. So, so Jerry, 90% Jerry. of the teams bring in the same revenue because of the revenue sharing. And then there's like three teams, the Raiders and the Rams in Los Angeles and the Patriots on the tail end of a dynasty bring in like 700 million. And then there's the Cowboys bringing in 1.1 So maybe the correct answer to this question is what judges said, which is Jerry Jones would spend twice as much as everyone else. And everyone else would have to maybe take a loss if they wanted to spend more. The closer you are to death as well, the, the more I think you'd probably spend. Like Bob Kraft, I could see Bob Kraft chasing one more, right? You think so? I think he's good. Yeah, I think he's good. He's got. I think he's got, Bob, I think he's Bob got might like chase six. One more. I think Bob might chase. And 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 the thing with Bob is Foxborough is a fake town. It's the Patriots. <laughs> they literally built that town. So so like their stadium, they can they keep, or they've got all parking. They've got like restaurants around there that the Patriots. It's Patriotsville. So Bob Kraft, my guess is Bob Kraft Patriots doesn't have built. to share as much as some because, and and that that's why the Vikings' plan at one point to go out to Arden Hills made a lot of sense. Yeah, because you can build up things like if if you go to TCO now, the Wolves own a ton of stuff around there now. So they own the hotel, right? And then yep. they well, and I do think they're they building own... like some apartments and stuff. I think they own that yeah. land. They bought all that land. It's mm-hmm. genius, and you but don't do have you... to share that. But do you think do you think that if there was no salary cap, we know in baseball with no salary cap that the poll ads would really prefer to not take a loss on their business, which is why they're like right sizing their business this year, right? Yeah. They're trying to get it back to profitability. Would the Wolves lose money in order to field the most competitive team? Or would they do the same thing that the poll ads do that they just like they're shielded from it now because of the NFL structure? I would they would they dip into their own pockets i think that they would find ways to try and and generate more to at least try to win a super bowl i'm trying to think about the teams that actually seem to care about trying to win like i would say the chargers people don't care 
Like they don't seem to care. Yeah. So I'm trying to think of the guys that that would that might be that look at it as a business, but it's also a passion. Because I mean, the Wilfs. The the thing with them is, as we've discussed a lot before, they're huge fans. Like they desperately want a championship. Yeah. Now, once you win the championship, you might be like, okay, let's let's slam the brakes on a bit here. But I could see them. Arthur Blank. Arthur Blank, I think. He's he, getting older. That's a good one. Yep, yep. I yep. think that dude would take a loss. Near death, for sure. I agree with you on this. I have like... I think the Buffalo Bills guy, the Terry and Kim I Pagula, I think they might. Bills Is it would. so? Mm-hmm. Bill, the Pagulas are weird. They they are not liked by a, a lot of fans. And like, they own the Sabres, and it's gotten really weird. So That's true. I'm not sure about them. I'm not uh, sure I trust the Pagulas. The Dolphins? I can see the Dolphins potentially doing something like that. I'm also looking at this. I, I know Steven this Ross, is not right? the right way to look at it, but I'm looking at it as fan bases who their organizations, they want this so damn bad. And the dolphins have been for 20 years outside of last year, mostly kind of a train wreck. So like I can see them spending a lot of money. You know, who I can see not spending more than average the green Bay Packers. They are, they are staying exactly where well, they are. Well, who would how does that work? Like so, they would refuse they would refuse to spend a lot. I think they would be more like they even they don't even they like exactly. they have no owner, right? It's it'd be the president of the it's, team. It's Chuck in Alaska with yeah. his little Mark certificate. Murphy, yeah. who, who I think is uh coming up to retirement age and going to be replaced. He's the president basically. So he is he runs the show. But yeah, I could see that now although if you go way back in time I believe the first significant free agent signing in the history of the league in the 90s was when Reggie White left Philadelphia for Green Bay. That was a big one. Yeah. Which was absolutely shocking at the time. Yeah, I think... Uh, it's I a mean, great question. It's a fantastic question. I, I think we're giving, we're giving these owners too much credit. None of them are going to look to take a loss. They're all going to... They probably don't look to take a loss, but there's I think there's ways to make... Uh, I think there's ways to, to make it back in football, especially. It's such a cash cow. Yeah. Okay, here's this, this is one more for you here. One more hard count question. Inspired uh, by Merrick, our guest listener predictor. So he said the Bengals are his secondary team because he had he had a jer- an AJ Green jersey and he just kind of liked the colors, right? If the same thing happened to Judd's beloved North Stars in 1993, oh, Norm Green God. moves the team in the middle of the night and now there's no Colts, yep. The the Wolves say, you know what? Sorry, guys. We're moving this team. We're moving them to wherever. We're moving them to London. We're moving them to... There's going to be a third team in LA now. I don't know. They're, they're gone, and you have to pick a new NFL team. Who's your secondary NFL team? Oh, God. I just feel dirty. Um, <laughs> trying to think. Here's the thing. I'm not attaching myself to a dynasty. Like, I'm not going to become a Patriots fan. Not... Well, you could buy low on the Patriots now, right? You, you could, could. They're like, they're a dumpster fire now. Yeah, but Patriots fans at their peak are some of the most obnoxious individuals of all time. I just, I can't stand them. Um, I wouldn't be a Cowboys fan. I wouldn't be a Chiefs fan. You should have, that's where you, you should have bought your Chiefs stock like 10 years ago. Now you look like a genius. Yeah. I don't know, man. Like, I look at other teams similar to the Vikings, like the Bills. I want to be in the same bin. Basically, I just want to be tortured. I want to oh, be Bills. tortured. I want to be in the same bin because <laughs> I want to see my Bills team win a team. Yeah. Bills the Bill, Mafia, the, you can yeah. go through tables. This is a great idea. 
But why would you? But if you have a clean slate, I think uh, I would do the same thing, which is I'd probably try to find another variation of the Vikings. Like, what's a, what's the list of current teams that have never won a Super Bowl? That's probably where you'd start, right? Well, but then, if but if you have a clean slate, the Bengals are one. The Bengals, Bengals have never won one. a Super Bowl. Yeah. Yep. Lions. Falcons, the, the Lions? Lions are in division, though. It's in division. It's, in division does not bother me. Doesn't ma- but now it doesn't does matter anymore because the Vikings are gone. Yeah, they're gone. The Lions might be a good one. Interesting. But but if you have a clean slate, couldn't you then just say, you know what? I've been dealing with this heartache for way too long. Certainly. I'm going to jump on a diamond. I'm going to be a Chiefs fan. <laughs> it's more fun. <laughs> I'm trying to think because... I, I like original type teams, like the old old school type teams. I think I would stay in division. I think I'd go Bears. No chance. Interesting. I think I'd go Bears. Monsters would, of the Midway. I think Monsters I'd... of the Midway. Dick Butkus, Gail Sayers. Yeah, I think I'd go Bears. I am selling my soul before I root for the Green Bay Packers or Chicago Bears. <laughs> I'm, well, I know well, Packers. I'm not surprised. Selling the Bears. My soul. I mean, no. what really? about the Browns? Kevin Stefanski, yeah, former Vikings one. coach, you know. Old, well, old school, new school, because they left, but they're still the Browns. I think I might go Browns. I'm jumping on, jumping on the bandwagon. It's, it's. I'm going AFC. Yeah. Still Midwest. Yeah. A team that's been an embarrassment for a long I, time. An old friend, Kevin Stefanski, is the coach. I think you got to find a team where, where if the Vikings are gone, their games would be shown a, a lot here, and I'd prefer a like a place a team. That has a bar in town. I think there you can find bars for pretty much any team, yeah, can't you? Gonna, yeah. You're, I don't you're know saying like here, like in Minnesota, like like a finding yeah, like a Bengals saying, like, theme. There's gonna you know, be like Bears, a, a Jaguars bar, bar yeah, in the suburbs Jaguars somewhere. Are, I see. Yeah. What you mean. Hey, where's the Texans bar? <laughs> yeah. Oh man, yeah, is there a Tennessee Titans is there a bar? Chargers somewhere? bar somewhere? <laughs> there was a Steelers bar, the starting game, but I think they tore it down. Okay. Is Allery's still open? Is that was no, a Bears bar? That's uh, gone. Allery's is gone. I think uh, is it Iron Door? That's like I've heard conflicting Iron things. Door, yeah. I've heard that's a Packer bar, and I've also heard that's a Chiefs bar. Well, there's a Packer bar. There's a Packer bar right down in that area already. Yeah. That's not. That's not that one. So it might be a Chiefs bar. I could. You know what? I guarantee you, there are Chiefs bars now. That five years ago weren't Did not bars. exist. Yeah. <laughs> They've got Taylor Swift pictures up yeah. on the wall. It's great. Yeah. Hey, it's Kelsey's. Oh, man. So, all right. Well, there's your hard count here on Purple Daily. And you write that down, predictions. The only show in America dumb enough to put statistics next to our predictions. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Uh, Thor's Day is being bumped. I will warn you, mm. two mm. Thor episodes next week, but we have Ooh. some fun speculation tomorrow.